0: All right, all right. You hear it, that smooth jazz. Uh, Clearing my throat, getting ready for this last, last recording of 2020. How's everybody doing out there on this New Year's Eve night? Everybody ready to get rid of 2020? Uh, I suppose I know I am. Um, gosh, there's so much, <clears throat> so much to reflect on uh, this past year. From uh, maybe loved ones lost uh, during this pandemic, uh, the elections uh, that happened—you know, the uh, unprecedented um, turnout. Um, Gosh, and all in between, you know how sports teams uh, uh, managed to carry out their seasons during this uh, whole thing. Gosh, twenty twenty was definitely uh, a year that put the put them paws on us. They they put hands on us, and you know, for the most part, we're still here. We're a bit shaken and stirred, but you know, we're still here. So what did you, as a person, uh, what did you learn or what did 2020 teach you uh, that made you stronger or maybe it didn't make you stronger? Me, it made me stronger. I put a post out on my Facebook page, my personal page, and I said, you know, through tough times, you know, people show their true colors, you know, from... Racism to uh, everything in between, even po- you know politics. Politics is basically, in a nutshell, dealing with racism now because not all Republicans I know I know this for a fact because I have friends that are Republicans are not racist, but <clears throat> the people who support 45, and and um, we discussed this in previous episodes, but. Gosh, to support someone with such, who has such a hateful tone about him and he really did not care or give a damn about the people in this country. Now, he played to his base. I give him that. He played to his base and they ate that shit up. They did uh, because they thought it was all about them. And their fear of how the country is becoming moving forward. I mean, you see it on TV commercial with biracial families, you know, um, gay couples uh, getting apartments or homes or managing wealth together on these commercials and everything like that. So um, <clears throat> he basically tried to move the clock or history back. And gosh, for four years, we lived in complete hell. And this guy, he's always been a con artist. And we all know that. Even his supporters know that. But they want to look away. But he has, you know, from his family, telling different things about him and this and that, um, he's always been a con artist. And He had an opportunity to come in as a non-politician and do some, he could have done great things, he could have, but he messed up first, even before running, by trying to say um, Obama wasn't born here. You know, that was his big thing. I got proof, I got people working on it, which never, never materialized. Um, everything that he said, voter, voter fraud, even when he won, you know, because he didn't win the, uh, popular vote against Hillary Clinton. Um, he had this guy that said, um, he can prove that there was mass, uh, voter fraud, never materialized. Everything that this guy did, or he said he was going to do, it never materialized. And even when we, he had an opportunity to protect this country against this pandemic, he failed to do it. Failed. I mean, he knew how bad it was. So rather than letting us know, you know, most of uh, hey, the majority, everybody who supported them or heard of him or uh, saw him, he had the opportunity, he had the obligation to let us know how deadly this thing was going to be. He failed to act. Him and his rest of the people in his administration. So now you had hundreds and thousands of lives lost, hundreds thousands of uh, jobs lost, business businesses closed, restaurants and all this, and all under his watch. When he could have simply just looked at the playbook that President Obama and Vice President Joe Biden, now President Elect Joe Biden, had left for them, but rather than do that ego stepped in. And now look at us, still fighting to survive this thing and different outbreaks from it. So, and I said this a thousand times, but it makes you think about the people who support this guy. What is their mental, what is their mental health like? You know, the guy constantly lies every day. And even when he found out he lost the election, he checked out. He has not done anything since he found out he lost but played golf. That's all he did and then signed he recently just signed the bill where people can get six hundred dollars but other than that, he's been trying to say that the election was rigged uh there's no way people in atlanta philly detroit um. Uh, any other areas where there is mass, where there is the black vote, he said. You know, basically, he was saying because that's where they're um, basically saying that was a fraud. He's saying black people could not get out and vote in that in, in that uh, in that big big of a way. But we, sh- everybody, black, white anybody showed him that we did not want to put up with this for another four years. There was, there is no way this country would have survived with him in office for another four years. No way. So gosh. And, and I'm just looking forward to January. When is the 20th or 21st when the, he is, uh will be out of that, Spotlight. Now, the best thing for the media to do—any media except for Newsmax and Fox and OAN—those are um, uh, Trump. You know, that's 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 his stations or whatever. They they basically just go on anything that he says, but not more or less. Fox now he's been dogging them, but the best thing that the main street media. What they can do is not cover him at all. If he has a rally, if he says anything or anything like that, leave him alone. All he is doing is seeking attention. That's all he's doing. So if we want to drown him out, shut him out. No media media attention at all. It will totally, totally shut him down. And I, I truly believe that. Because he's always looking for something to get people riled up. And like I said, when he riles up his base, and they're they're there for him. They are there for him. And they will do basically almost anything to uh help keep him in office. You see these televangelists, uh like uh what's his name? The the gosh, I can't even think of his name. Um well Pat Robinson told him to move on, but that he he's worthless too. He's just another uh, preacher in the pulpit. He's a bigot too. Um, Kenneth Copeland. Oh my God. Um, that guy is a piece of work. But all these guys, I've seen this one pastor who was uh, well, this quote pastor or pastor, whatever it is. Uh, he's a damn uh, bootleg, uh, bootleg preacher, all of them. 99.9% of them are but actually crying to keep Trump in office. So mm-hmm. so so you see these men of quote unquote, men of God and women of God, you know, doing what they can to keep him in office. And it makes you wonder uh, <laughs> how these people call themselves uh, men and women of God. When you sit up there, and um, back, and adulteress, uh, a bigot, it, and all the things in between, it makes you question uh, these people uh, and and their and their motive, because truly they're not serving God, and uh, uh, you know doing the things of the Bible, not with that shit. You know, sitting up there backing this man—it—it—it's—it's it's just not—it's—it's it's not plausible. It's—it's it's just not. So, okay, what else? Forget him because he'll be out of office. So, like I said, we'll move him out the area. Move him and his family out out of the area. Gone. We don't need you no more. Y'all did enough. And and last thing, you didn't do a damn thing for this country, but made it worse. That's all you did. Trump and his cronies. That's all y'all did. And any of you supporters that uh, want to get on here and beg to differ, hey, send me an email or go to my webpage, uh, Facebook page and tell me different. And I'll have you on the, on the air uh, where we can discuss this. And I guarantee you um, you won't win in that debate. But I was <clears throat> trying to have some live people on switching channels, uh, switching things. Uh, Some live people on ordered some new microphones for my podcast, ordered the wrong thing. So I had to send them back and had to order another thing because I was thinking that the two mics that I ordered, they were USB mics, Uh, you know, each one of them would be able to record, but it doesn't happen that way. So I have to get another uh, audio interface where both mics will be able to talk. So we're still going to have um, uh, my, um, the owner of my yoga studio, um, Leah Green. Um, then we're going to have Nicole Hamm. Um, she ran for office here in Jacksonville, uh, District 4 as a commissioner. And um, uh, another good friend of mine, Sharif, um, he's another yoga instructor um, from Philly. He's an Eagles fan, but we won't hold that against him. (laughs) But he's also going to come on. And we're going to have an interesting uh, topic, him and I. And just to give you a prelude about it, um, we're going to discuss uh, Black men. Uh, Where are we? And where are we going? Because now that I'm not going to get too much into it before, you know, we have that Uh, Get together, but with uh, the emergence of the black female in the political office and uh, business, you know, which we love, which I love, which I love for any color woman to be in power because I think it's a good thing. And maybe I discussed that before in some of my other podcasts, but I think it's a great thing. You know, any woman of color, you know, if they're in power, that just shows you they can get it done. I have no problem with that. But going back to Black men, where are we? You know, you see all these appointments from Biden and um, his team. You may see, have we seen any? Yeah, I think we've seen one or two Black men. But um, where are we? Where do we stand in this society? Um, and so that's what we're going to, uh, Sharif and I are going to discuss amongst other things. So, um Christmas. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Um, we did here at the Newbill household. Um, uh, it just seemed like it comes and goes so quick, you know. It's just me, my wife, and our puppy Brandy here, and you know we get we had our lights up and looked beautiful and everything like that. My wife did a terrific job, and once Christmas was over, the twenty sixth or 26th or 27th my wife started taking everything down i'm like gosh uh christmas is over just like that but it used to just seem like it just christmas lasted forever until january the 1st you know what i mean and the lights were still shining bright and all that everybody was still in the christmas spirit but nowadays it doesn't even seem like that i came home one day a couple of days ago you know we still had some decorations in the yard I came back home that evening after work. It was all gone, and uh, I posted a picture on my personal page about, and just like that, Christmas is over, and it, it just seemed like it was a blur. Like I said, we had our decorations up uh, even before the before mid November, uh, and you know, just getting it up. We just wanted wanted it up because we have so much. We had like we got like ten Christmas trees inside the house. <laughs> yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but it's beautiful. But um like I said, like I said, after that, it was just, it was just over. And of course with the pandemic going on, you know, the cold, whole COVID thing, you really can't have any big celebrations. You know, people coming over for drinks, cocktails, and uh doing a whole bunch of different other things during the holiday seasons, what we used to do. That was just out the door this year. So I guess that kind of dampened uh, my spirits a little bit, but uh, you know, other than that, I still love the season, and I I miss the things. uh, Growing up, um, I seen it on Facebook, one of my friends' page. Yeah, we were talking about it in the store. My wife and I, uh, my dad. Every when the holiday started, there was the nut tray. You know, with walnuts, uh, pecans, gosh, almonds. God, what's the little uh round brown ones? Um, God, just so many a whole variety. And you seen the nutcracker just sitting there on on the table uh, and and the shells from everywhere. And then there was the tangerine bowl uh with your tangerines and um maybe some oranges, but tangerines and tangelos. And it just made it seem like it was just so it needed to be out, you know, during that time frame. And nowadays, you don't even see that. And traditions have changed, or, you know, some have just faded, faded out. So next year, I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to bring back the tray with, you know, the, what was the tray? It was like uh, three or four different sections in there with the Christmas colors, like hollies and stuff like that, uh, with the nuts in there. And the same thing for the tangerine and tangelo um, uh, tray. I'm gonna bring that back because I think it's a nice little addition and it made it seem like it was uh, uh, back in my childhood seeing those things. Um, So like I said hopefully everyone had a great uh, real good Christmas. So like I said 2021 is almost upon us in a couple of hours and uh, what am I looking forward to? Hey, just just keep on, just for keep on going and keep on working hard, trying to uh, be a better person for myself, for my wife, for my family, and my friends, and just try to spread as much uh, good, good faith uh, to everyone. The uh, what was it? The other night. <clears throat> um, no, it was the other morning I was going to work. Excuse me. Let me wet my whistle. I was going to work early, and I got in the parking lot, pulled up, and I, I heard two guys talking kind of loud, and um, I didn't really pay much attention to it. I was just getting my stuff ready so I can go inside and get, get things prepared to leave. And all of a sudden, it got heated between these two guys. I mean, really heated uh one guy was at his car trying he was at his car door with it open, and the other guy was in his face basically said i'm in your face blah 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 i'm in your face and he just kept on so i'm like come on guys hey hey you know i'm trying to break it up and didn't didn't touch either one of them i said come on guys this it's not necessary it's not that serious but they kept on and kept on and so the one guy who was uh in the other guy's face walked away Another guy got behind him, said, "Hey, no, come here," you know. And he was trying to talk it out. He was the older guy. He was trying to say, "No, you know, let's talk this out." Blah, this. But the younger guy wasn't trying to hear it. And you know, I, I just kept my eye on it for a minute, and and then I got to thinking, "Gosh, sometimes when I get so mad, I want to fight." But then I'm thinking about it. What what is fighting really going to do? Nothing. Nothing. We can have our disagreements. And all of this, but to actual physical confrontation uh, over something silly, uh, work related, it, it's not worth a fight. Now, <laughs> some of these things that I've seen on Facebook uh, where that one guy kept saying to the uh, to the black guy, you know, everybody knows the twisted T one uh, when that guy smacked him in the face with it you know you can only say that word so many times to a black man and not get dealt with and the young man um definitely uh got his ass kicked and rightfully so you know that that just strikes a you know uh uh a hard it just strikes up a hard line in a, a Black man. And I know people will say, uh, we hear you guys say that to each other, uh, call each other that. Yeah. They do. We do. Yes. But when you're <clears throat> not that color and you know for a fact you cannot say that, your best bet is not to say it. But if you do, stand by. And like the old like the saying is going, we're not our ancestors. 99.9% of these guys, will, guys, women, or whatever, are gonna lay hands on you. So best bet is not to even engage. Let it go. And if you've been drinking, uh, best thing to do, best thing to do is even even more get your senses about you and, and go on about your business. All right. So What else, what else did I want to talk about tonight? Um, I really can't think of nothing else because I just wanted to get on here before the, before 2020 ran out. And once again, thanks for all the people who have been listening and, you know, who favored my podcast. I truly appreciate that. And, um, uh, what else is it? That, that was about it. so hopefully 2021 brings everybody, you know, you stay healthy, you get wealthy, and you love with an open heart. That That's what I hope 2021 brings to all of us. And I hope you stay safe in your family. And like I, uh, I put on my post, the world is big enough for everybody, all everybody who's on it. So why can't our hearts be the same? Think about it. Why can't our hearts be the same towards mankind? Let all that hate and fear let, let it go. That does you no good inside. And it's gonna show on your outside. So just let it go. and Enjoy each other. Um and let other people enjoy, you know, being around you. You know, you know, most 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 people have just great great hearts and you know don't be shy to be a good person don't be shy to say good morning or hello how you doing you know you hold a door for somebody or something like that you know speak god darn communications is the way of the world the way you get to know people and and do things so make that make that a goal for 2021 you know speak more uh speak greet more anyway we're gonna sign off for 2020 and we're gonna let this little um smooth jazz take us on out all right my people on anchor thank you again for listening and we'll see you in 2021 on uncomfortable and always remember we are here we are not here to change your mind. We're only here to open it. See you on the other side.